Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. And here we go. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You got a force almost cracking. I've got, I'm not sick. I just yelled at the Trump rally last night so much that uh, we're going to have a fun show here. Got a lot to tell you. Amazing week in Tupelo, Mississippi. Donald Trump, the president of the United States, came to small town Tupelo, Mississippi to rally for Tate Reeves. So, you have got Doc Holliday's rock-splitting politics when we are... Because the President of the United States came to Tupelo, Mississippi, because in Mississippi, he's rallying uh, every voter together for November 5th to get out and vote for Tate Reeves as governor of the state of Mississippi. So, all our Mississippi listeners, get out and vote. This is the week to do it, November 5th. Get out to vote. Get your friends and neighbors out. There is no way Mississippi should ever allow a Democrat to be governor, especially after what the National Democrats have done to President Donald J. Trump, even last week. So what are we having today's show? We got clips from the presidential rally, but more than that, I got some stories to tell you because I was in on some of the uh, happening, what was going on. The reason I was there, because I have a good friend he was a friend of my father's for my father passed away, but he's a World War II veteran. I'm going to tell you more about him, but his birthday is this week. And last week, for his birthday gift, part of the things he got to do was to meet his commander-in-chief, Donald J. Trump. And I was, uh, I was fortunate to have the amazing privilege an honor to help get him around, him and his wife. And so I'm going to tell you a little bit about some of those exciting things. And also, when I knew President Trump was coming to Tupelo, and I, I wanted to help this uh, World War II veteran to try to meet President Trump, and the White House was gracious. And Tate Reeves, he's running for governor. I know he's got to help a lot of people, but i tell you one thing. He helped this veteran so much in helping to arrange that. So thank you, Tate Reeves, for what you did for not only this veteran, but every veteran out there. You love our veterans just like President Donald J. Trump, and you showed it last week. So thank you, Lieutenant Governor Tate Reeves. And now I do want to tell you, because he was coming to Tupelo, Doc Holliday, I put together a poem that really just uh, fired me up after what the uh, Democrats did in the House last week to our president. And now he was coming to Tupelo, so I had to get a poem written just for him. <laughs> and, and I, you know, of course, anybody. We got, what, 
300 million over 300 million citizens and i know a bunch of those would love to just delude the white house with poems so you know how, how do you get the president to uh, see your poem well it helps to know congressman like trent kelly and he's my congressman and by golly i got a story to tell about that too and i'll get to that poem later in the show but let's crank this thing up before i tell you about those stories let's uh let me play a little bit from that rally when president trump rode into tupelo town take a listen to president donald j trump firing up the crowd for tate Reeves for governor well thank you very much and hello tupelo this is great to be with you tonight the great state of mississippi the great state of mississippi and by the way the birthplace of a gentleman, not too many people heard of him, Elvis Presley. But to be with thousands of incredible patriots who put their faith in God, family, and country. Right? Four days from now, this state will head to the polls, and vote to continue our extraordinary progress with your next governor, Republican Tate Reeves. Great guy. Great guy. Well, I can tell you the people of Mississippi were glad to hear the President of the United States in Tupelo. But of course, it wasn't just Tupelo and Mississippians there. There were people from Alabama, from Tennessee, Arkansas, Louisiana, it, it was uh, just a great mix of people and patriots who came from all around. And uh, this, I see, I believe they said 10, 11,000 people were packed into the Coliseum, which is the biggest crowd probably they ever had. I, I don't know, but they, they, the fire marshal had to call it at one point, and, and then there were several thousand more, of course, outside watching on the big jumbotron. So, Wow, what a night, and I'm sorry, my voice probably sounds different because I did a little yelling for our president and what he had to say. But let me tell you a little bit about the story that the reason, of course, I wanted to go anyway, but there's a gentleman, like I said, that uh, a family friend and his wife, known her all of my life, just about, and this was a moment that, what what could we do for this World War II veteran? And he was a bomber, a B-24. He was a crew. usually had eight or nine crew members, a B-24 Liberator, and he's a gunner. He flew 33 missions into fortified Nazi Europe. And, wow, I mean, you know, so many of those did not come home. And uh, there was a... One of our congressman's sons, 19 years old, and got to explain to him when Mr. Roy, Roy Hodges was 19 years old, he was flying combat missions. And he has such an amazing story, like so many World War II veterans. And I will say there was a Mr. Shoup there from a Carroll County, Black Hawk, Carroll County, also in North Mississippi. But, uh, and he had a great story to tell, too. And I'm glad that President Trump treated both of these World War II veterans in such a special, special way. It was a big, big day, big night for both of them. But I knew Mr. Roy Hodges, and 
my job was to make sure he and his wife were got to where they needed to go and he, he mr hodges they'll get around pretty good but just wanted to make sure that uh he was in good shape getting everywhere we had to do some walking and he did great he and his wife both we got there early because we didn't want to worry about getting stuck in traffic we had a game plan to make sure he had a place to sit and uh getting in was one of those things that you you think well everybody had these vip passes and i thought we were supposed to have some nope <laughs> got there and no names anywhere so but i had a white house contact that we've she had uh, uh notified us and did our security checks over the phone of what they needed and we got mr uh of course mr roy hodges and his wife rachel and we, I said, now look, we, they say don't, we don't have a VIP pass. She said, no, y'all are supposed to just come on in, reserve seating. We came, we got in. Then we couldn't find reserve seating. Somebody showed us where it was and couldn't find anything. They said, well, your names are supposed to be on the seats is what we were told from the White House. And so no names anywhere. Big old stadium. Nobody knew quite where. But then we found our White House contact and she said, oh, you're over here. And they had, uh, they had seats with names on them, like Governor Phil Bryant, Governor of Mississippi, Lieutenant Governor Tate Reeves, uh, his family, and they had Congressman Trent Kelly, Senator Roger Wicker, Senator uh, uh, Hyde Smith, and then they had Roy Hodges and Rachel, and it, it was so cool to see that they had they had them sitting in the nicest cushion seats and a good view and. It was a great experience for Mr. Roy Hodges. You can go to our Facebook page, Rock Splitting Politics, and I got a post on there of some of the pictures that we got to take with uh, different dignitaries, that uh, the state, uh, different uh, representatives, the, and so many people. Everybody that heard Mr. Roy's story wanted a picture with him, and he was sort of a rock star. And even uh, one picture uh, when they asked if there's any world war ii veterans in the coliseum and of course they knew mr hodges mr shoot was there and the entire coliseum packed full were cheering for mr roy mr shoot and wow and now that was an experience just about brought tears to my eye and and uh that was really a great experience for for everybody just to feel good to celebrate these world war ii veterans so I do want to say, again, a thank you for uh, Lieutenant Governor Tate Reeves for making it happen and, and helping coordinate with the White House so that Roy, Mr. Roy Hodges, uh, I've known him uh, all my life, like I said, a friend of my father's, and he he really likes President Trump. And let me tell you a quick story about we did get to go back and get a picture made every uh they had a line of whoever's going to get a picture made with the president which wasn't wasn't a whole lot you can't do that everybody in the place would love to i'm sure but they arranged it for mr roy and his wife to come through and everybody got about 10 15 seconds a quick shot and that was it so uh <clears throat> mr roy got there but the, the president spent triple the time or quadruple the time with mr roy mr roy there's a picture where it looks like the President Trump's hand's a little fuzzy, and his hand, it looks like they're high-fiving, and not really high-fiving. It's just the way the picture I shot real quick came out. But Mr. Roy was telling the the President of the United States, his commander-in-chief, 
he said he said uh, I've voted for presidents for 75 years he said you're the best president I've ever voted for and that's what he told President Donald J. Trump and listen to this this happened just <laughs> five minutes after Roy Hodges got his picture made listen to what happened at the rally we're now an economic powerhouse we've never been in a position like it we've rebuilt our military and we have financial strength. And by the way, for those of you with a thing called 401ks, the stock market hit today another all-time historic high. Unemployment in Mississippi has reached the lowest rate ever recorded. Ever recorded. That's not bad. That's not bad when you're on the debate stage and you say, we have the best economy we've ever had. We have the best military we've ever had. The best unemployment and employment numbers we've ever had. <laughs> said, get the best president we've ever had. Thank you. Thank you very much. And as you can tell, the crowd was excited yelling four more years. But did you hear at the end what uh, of that? Uh, somebody shouted out in the crowd, you're, you're the best president ever. And we have the best president than we ever had and that's what mr roy was telling president trump back there mr roy hodges was telling him out of 75 years of voting for presidents you're the best one he ever voted for and you know and donald trump had heard that i think donald trump loves mississippi <laughs> and the crowd was so fired up and it was just electric in there and no knowing people came from all around and i i hope listen uh, after what Tate Reese did for getting this veteran to be recognized and to meet his commander in chief. And I tell you, I, I'm almost tearing up just telling you about it, being there, seeing that. I want to tell you one thing. You know, of course, I told you we didn't, nobody got to spend much time in the president. You get the pictures made quickly and then somebody's going in line. And when President Trump was talking to Mr. Roy and Mr. Roy was telling him, a story, a real quick story, and I know they're saying, Mr. President, we we got to get next picture, next picture. Now, President Donald J. Trump, our president, he looked Mr. Roy in the eyes. He, President Trump did not flinch. He did not blink. He listened to Roy Hodges, the American World War II veteran, and he listened and listened and did not flinch. He wanted to hear what this veteran had to say. And I'm telling you, that is the way he respects our military. He respects our veterans. President Trump respects the American people who know what this country needs. And you could hear what they were yelling. What does this country need? Four more years of Donald J. Trump.
Wow, we're halfway through the show, and I haven't even got to introduce my poem that I wrote for President Trump and tell you a little story about that. So, let me remind you, you listen to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. We're talking about the Tupelo, Mississippi rally, Trump rally, to help get uh, Tate Reeves elected governor of the state of Mississippi. And he came to where? He came to Tupelo. Now, why did he come to Tupelo, Mississippi? Well, it is where Elvis was born. It's where Doc Holliday's rock splitting politics uh, comes from to you every week. We go all over the world. We do get people listening to us over the internet and other countries. And we also, of course, have people in all the different states listening to us. A lot of Mississippi voters. That's why I'm saying get out and vote for Tate Reeves this Tuesday, this week. You got to do it. Got to get out to make sure what Donald Trump said at the rally. We can't afford after what the Democrats did to him last week. We have to send a strong, strong message that the American people and the people of Mississippi get to do that very first to get out and say, we will knock these Democrats out of positions of authority and power because of their radical left-wing stands. And I don't care if somebody says they're a moderate Democrat, like this guy running against Tate Reeves. The Democratic Party needs to know they have gone way far left. They're trying to undo an election that we had in 2016. I'll talk about that in my poem. Can't wait to do that. But first, let me remind you also, we got a book called Bedrock Truth, written by Dr. Ed Holliday and Dr. Alveda King, Martin Luther King Jr.'s niece, and also Dr. Alex McFarlane. Bedrock Truth tells about the bedrock truth our country was founded on and what we need to do to keep those bedrock truths. So you can order the book right there. Just hit the uh, book cover and and uh, it'll take you to my website. The website's www.docholiday. Holiday has two L's in it. Docholiday.org. And there we got some other books there uh, about some conservative values and ordering those books you want to. We'd love to get them out to you. So order that today, especially Bedrock Truths. And we have a book. I got a chapter in the book about Israel and uh, what what you need to about, uh, know about Israel now. A handbook for Christians talking about the biblical case for Israel. So uh, order one or both of those books and get those out. And we'd love to get those out to you. Now we're about to start the second half of the show. And I'll tell you a story about a poem that I wrote. And I'm going to read the poem for you in just a minute. Uh, because Donald J. Trump was coming to Tupelo Town. But take a listen to this first. Mick and the boys, the Rolling Stones, singing, You Can't Always Get What You Want. Now, what am I playing that song for? Of course, when Donald Trump finishes his speech, they that song comes on, and he walks off the stage. People are excited. And 
Why? You can't always get what you want. But if you try sometime, you just might find you get what you need. You know what? That's the song that unites America. How? Well, <laughs> those who getting what they want, that's Donald J. Trump fans. And those who can't get what they want, but they'll get what they need, are your radical Democrats. You know, they, they're they never going to get what they want. They don't even know what they want. They're so far out. But the Trump, there's, if we can get Donald J. Trump reelected, get him rolling, and maybe get him a House of Representatives and a filibuster-proof Senate that will help him out, then America will get what they want, and those who oppose Trump's policies, they're going to get what they need because we're going to have an America that's in great shape. We're already, look at the unemployment, folks. <laughs> These people who are so brainwashed, they're going to start getting to it, but not everybody's going to get unbrainwashed. So they're going to get what they need. You know, they'll be, they'll still complain. They're living in the greatest country in the world. They'll still complain. You know, well, maybe we start giving out uh, free trips to uh, third world countries and say, go, stay, tell them how to live your way. You know, put them under the socialism again or go to socialist countries. But if even the people who hate Donald Trump, even the people who hate the policies that the American patriots and conservatives are standing for, they will get what they need to be great Americans. They'll complain about it. We got freedom of speech. Let them complain about it. But isn't it funny? This song, you can't always get what you want. That's right. The Democrats cannot get what they want, but they'll get what they need. They're going to live in the greatest country in the world, far above a socialist in a socialism led countries where everything's falling apart in stable government. Hey, even the Democrats with a brain should be voting for Donald J. Trump. And that's, you know, there are some Democrats with brains. They just have been swept under the rug. And maybe it's time they start looking to vote for somebody else. Hey, that tells me it's time. It's time to tell you about the poem I wrote for President Donald J. Trump. It is on our Facebook page, Rock Splitting Politics. And one of the posts, go back and look there. And, and you read the whole poem. And the story about it is, I did, I, I felt very good about the poem and, you know, I got it put together. And it's not easy, you know, is it, uh, easy poetry? No, but it's a, it, I call it a, to get you fired up type of poem. And I'm going to try to do that in just a couple minutes when I read it. But I did show it to, uh, my congressman. You know, my congressman ran for office in a special election, 2015. Name is Trent Kelly. He ran against thirteen. I mean, twelve other opponents. There were thirteen of us. I say us because I was one of, one of Trent Kelly's opponents running for Congress, and I knew Trent before he ran, and we knew each other. We were friends before. We were friends afterwards. He beat my tail. Okay. <laughs> well, he won, and I'm you know I'm glad he did, and uh, and I have no ill will. In fact. You know that I'm glad it helped cement our friendship, and and I was there and introduced him to Mr. Roy, and I know as a general, 
the National Guard, he, he you know, he was very proud of Roy. He he knew about Roy already, and he was glad he was getting to meet the president. And but I told him I'd written a poem about uh, President Trump coming to Tupelo. He wanted to read it. Not only that, he said, if they'll give me a couple more minutes when I go speak, I'll, I'm gonna read your poem out. But uh, they had it on a tight schedule, so he couldn't didn't have it time to read the poem on the air uh, to the to the audience when we're waiting on Trump to get there but he said guess what let me hold on to that poem and then later in the evening as president trump was speaking he saw me back a few seats behind him and he held up my poem and passed it back to me opened it up and there was his signature donald trump <laughs> the president of the united states had signed my poem and so yeah i got a picture of that i'm proud of it and let me read you this poem right here and right now. This is for our President of the United States. The title of the poem is President Trump is Coming to Tupelo. Trump is coming to Tupelo town and patriots are gathering from all around to hear our commander-in-chief and stand to honor our flag, every woman, every man. It doesn't matter the color of your skin or where you're from. Whenever President Trump rallies, patriots will come. Americans seeking the truth are honest and they know right from wrong. But the elites and the swamp dwellers, well, we sing about them in our songs. Trump, like Elvis from Tupelo, knows how to shake, rattle, and roll. It leaves the establishment types all shook up. Because for so long they've been drunk with power and in control. But we the people elected Donald J. Trump to disrupt. To build a wall to protect and dig ditches to drain the swamp. We have your back, Mr. President. And for 2020 we're ready to romp. Yes, the Trump train is coming to Tupelo town. And yes, patriots are ready to campaign and gathering from all around. In 2016, liberals were rocked and shocked. Many still filled with hate beyond reach. They stew in their brews of bitterness, shouting impeach, impeach. But we, the people, elected you, Mr. President, and we will re-elect you soon. Now what should we do with that gaggle of Democratic candidates? Let's put them on the far side of the moon. Way, way out there's where the Democrats and the Socialists belong. Their ideas spinning like yo-yos, such ding-dongs. Oh, but you, Mr. President, need to know that we are not tired of winning. Whether it's over Pelosi and Schumer on a hill or deep state trap setters like clapper and brennan we have your back against those who try to steal elections and seek to connive when trump wins the american people win and working together we shall survive and for every politician who votes to impeach we shall remember with all hands on deck we will defeat them in 2020 come november Oh, there's only one sure cure for Trump derangement syndrome, and it leaves the left in tears. It's wisdom squared to prepare for a 2020 vision that makes three words perfectly clear. When it comes to Donald J. Trump, 
America needs four more years. And that was a tape of the crowd in Mississippi yelling, four more years. How about you? You ready to get on board the Trump train? Well, if you're not, then you need to get on the Trump train. What they are trying to do to the President of the United States, I'm talking about the House Democrats, not giving due process. This is such a shady Soviet deal. People call Congressman Shift, Shifty Shift. I just call him Stalin Jr., Stalin Jr. He's trying to stall the election. He's trying to do anything to get rid of a 2020 election because they know they cannot win. And they're trying to go back and and take away the 2016 results. They're trying to nullify an election. They And the whole thing is what you've heard Doc Holliday say on this program before. They are the illegitimate ones if there's an illegitimate election because for two years before the midterm elections in 2018, they had leak after leak and they had station after station of the fake news saying that Donald Trump was colluding with the Russians and Robert Mueller was just about to put out the report and they had everybody believing that don't listen to uh, correct news, don't listen to the truth for those Fake news outlets, they had people believing that Donald Trump was was in uh, cahoots with the Russians. And they they laughed and somebody says a Russian hoax. They just knew that President Trump was guilty and they made voters feel that way. And that's how they got the House of Representatives, the power over it. So now you understand, you know, parts of my poem when I said, you know, they, they stew in their bruise of bitterness, shouting impeach, impeach. That's what's going on. Hey, <laughs> glad you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Hope you liked that poem. Go to our Facebook page, like it, and you can read the poem there and get it. You can see the, uh, where Donald J. Trump signed the poem for me and, uh, and see pictures of, uh, my good friend Roy Hodges. <laughs> Wish him happy birthday. Get there on the Facebook page and, and uh, look at those pictures there from the Trump rally in Tupelo, Mississippi. And don't forget to get out and vote. I'm going to leave you with a few words from Tate Reeves after he was introduced by the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump. Here's Tate Reeves running for Governor of Mississippi. Get out and vote November 5th if you live in Mississippi. If you got friends, cousins, relatives, tell them to go vote for Tate Reeves because he is standing up for America. He's standing up for Mississippi. He'll be a good ally of President Donald J. Trump from the very mouth of Donald J. Trump. All right. See you next week. And the reason is because President Trump is a strong leader. He is the right leader to defeat the radical liberals who have taken over the Democrat Party. Now, these radical liberals have been trying to remove our president from office since the very day he was sworn in. They, they have disrespected him, and that means they have disrespected us. 
Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week. We'll be right back.